0: Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode... Two. Four. This week on Toy Power, we hit up all the latest news, and then we jump into a new segment, Scotty Doesn't Know. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Frank. Hello, hello. And filling in for Ben while he's away on work interstate, we've got Scotty. G'day, g'day. And he's brought with him a special guest. I did, as a fill-in guest, I brought my own special
1: guest. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Wagga. It's Ben from Toy Power.
2: G'day, G'day guys. Yeah, um, I'm actually in the room with the boys tonight. The Wagga Wagga thing got uh, moved a week and then uh, completely moved to Feb- end of February, essentially, because old mate COVID uh, decided to uh, wreak its ugly head and cause havoc in the setup of the store. And I don't think the store is actually physically ready for us to move in. Right. And uh, I think the business doesn't want to sign on along the dotted line unless all the floors are polished. It's got, you know, carpet where it needs to have carpet. It's got benches in the offices. It's got. Uh, but that's what you're you know, there for, mate. You're, cameras. you're the manager. Mate, you can take I'm, care of all that. You know, well, I don't want to be over there for nine weeks. I just, uh, you know, and then have to set up uh, the stock afterwards. I just want to be there for the stock, so let let the builders do what they need to do and uh, get all that done, and then I'll be there when when I'm needed. Yep. <laughs> so they'll, yeah,
0: they'll call you in. That's right. All right, let's jump into our, ne- our first segment. Is The next or our first? Well, no, it's really the first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Three, two,
2: one.
0: Cue music. So, what have you got for me?
1: Got
0: a new hat. And in traditional Hasbro style, they've given us a live stream, and this time it's focused around G.I. Joe, which is um, pretty exciting. We've got some reveals, and but this is sort of, I guess, a bit of a precursor to some bigger reveals that are going to happen in about a month's time. But we'll run you through what was revealed And this may placate a few fans out there with the Cobra Island exclusives wreaking havoc over there in the US, not to mention for international fans that don't have stores like Target and Walmart. Um, But rest assured, some of those ones that may have been missed are now coming again in redecos. So first of all, um, we've got the 6-inch. This is part of the classified line. We've got a 3-pack, which is a Troop Builder 3-pack, comes with two Cobra Vipers and a Viper Commander. Now, obviously, the Cobra Vipers I am familiar with from the Vintage line, don't know if they got to a Viper Commander, if that was something, oh, but sure they've they just, did, man. yeah, man of repaints with all things. the redos. Yeah. He, he looks pretty similar in terms of the sculpt, but slightly different deco. More of a, a gold, silvery gold sort of visor. He's got a red, predominantly red vest. Um, and just tweaked to be a little bit more grey than the traditional Viper blue. Now, for me, probably the most exciting reveal of the bunch was a new Baroness, and apparently, these and then just to, off the bat, these are all digital renders, mm. um, but she's got a new face sculpt, and she looks to be pretty much toy accurate in terms of the Real American Hero vintage line. So, all black, got the Cobra logo, um, and to me very, very nice-looking figure.
2: She's got a very stern face. She means business, I reckon. Yeah. Looks good. I think think it suits
0: the character. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Does anyone know what she does? Anyone know what her speciality is out of interest? No. I think she's an intelligence officer. Cobra intelligence.
3: Oh, because she's got glasses. Okay. (laughs) That's right. Right, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, Now, Zamot and Tomaz... They're getting uh, their first figures, and and they're pretty. I just realised pa- there's a
3: palindrome. It's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a,
0: <laughs> it's the most obvious eighties palindrome that they've ever and, done. And essentially,
3: for anyone who doesn't know, these are. Pretty much the same figure, but mirror image. You've got one's yes. got the, the cobra logo on the left uh, chest, the other one's on the right. Correct. Uh, one has a scar on the left, the other one has yep. a scar uh, on the right. I think, like, no, I think, one, I think one one one's has a scar, scar, one's on scarred. Okay. Unscarred, but, but just looking at yep. them, Hasbro are just like, oh, this is printing money. Money, right? like, for one, jam. You just can't yeah. have
2: one without the other. That's right. That's right. They came in a two pack. They <laughs> yes, came in yeah. a pair, and one parts his hair one way, and the yeah. other <laughs> one parts <laughs> their hair the other way. But they're cool. They're they're pretty, you know deep characters that uh, yeah. you know been in everything so
0: yep nah, so they're cool to get um, we've got Stalker who's looking you know, pretty pretty uh, toy accurate but with a lot more detail he's sort of um, got the beret the moustache and he's in a very very dark sort of olive green fatigues and I think we'd seen this before but it's a more of the toy coloured ho. I think it's about mm. the fifth or sixth version of gung-ho we've got in classifieds. <laughs> um, but no, he's finally looking a bit more toy-accurate with the tapped on his chest and sort of the teal vest and um, uh, teal and dark green fatigues. Now, explain this
3: Destro to me, because yes. the, I thought the other Destro we've got, which I, I have, I thought that was pretty yep. pretty spot-on as far as colours and deco and stuff. This one is being badged as a more toy-accurate Well, version. I
0: think this is... This is um, Technically, the Sun Gold version, right? So it's it's looking like Sunbo, Sunbo, right. the yep. uh, cartoon. Yep. So he's got. I think the main distinction on the face is that they've actually got eyebrows on him. Right. So they've done the eyebrows. It's the eyebrow version. It's the Pistro. eyebrow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now with now with painted eyebrows <laughs> on his metal head, and, and I think like the belt and maybe the boots. There's there's a few decals there right. that are that are slightly. So different it is to a the repaint. Toy. Yeah, it's it's a re- so it's I think it's a repaint. It might be that the
2: heads, the head looks different. The to head's me. different. Yeah, yeah I, I feel
0: like the head might be different. For but me, the rest is yeah. the same.
2: For me, your figure that you've got in your collection might be a lot shinier and things, whereas mm. this one looks very matte. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Difficult so, going yeah. for that ca- cartoon accuracy where they, it doesn't shine. It just one hundred percent looks mm. like the cell. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah.
0: But it's interesting because they've badged it as. I think they badge this one as the Sumbo Sumbo color scheme or Sunbo figure. Right. But they've clearly used the torso of the first sculpt yep. because you look at the sumbo and he's basically got an open collared. Yes. That's you know,
3: what I was looking right at. down you've to. Got a, his, you've got a great yeah. comparison shot here of a shot from the show next to the figure, and he's show, he's obviously got some sort of looks like a pale orange sort of
0: undershirt that you. No, that's his chest. That's, so that's his chest. Skin that's skin his yeah. natural skin, yes. skin yeah. colours. Yeah, of yeah. course. It's not. Metal all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> like like the Silverhawks. <laughs> Mostly metal. Mostly. real, yeah. Um, so is yeah, that so- the
3: part that's real? <laughs> um, so this, yeah, that's the part that jumps out from a, yeah. as far as a, a completely, you know, show accurate thing. But, you know, uh, it's Destro, so it's going to sell, let's oh, be
0: honest. 100%. And um, Lady J is in, again, her uh, toy colours. Um, and she's got a new face and hat sculpt from the looks of it. So she's look, and I think she looks wonderful. Hopefully, the final uh, sculpt and paint job comes out like the digital render. See, so
3: I passed on the original Lady J figure because yeah. it just in the what is no doubt traditional army colors, it looked just boring to me. That I would assume it pops
0: a up. little bit more, yeah. I think, like the lighter green mm-hmm. um and the, the cap. Yeah, it just looks nicer and and yeah so i think that's a really really cool thing also figure. probably cuz it looks like a ninja turtle now so you know. <laughs> what is it looks like it's, April. it's Raph green <laughs> yeah, is it yeah it is yes. <laughs> that's the way we talk about all green shades on this show <laughs> isn't it and browns that like to
4: paint my room leonardo green <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: yeah and then this another really exciting thing is the return of the o ring These are all Pulse exclusives, and we know that Hasbro launched with the Storm Shadow Snake Eyes 2-pack. No, surprise, surprise! Mm -hmm, Hasbro really coming out of left field. But they're continuing continuing that 3.75-inch return to the O-ring with a troop builder. So we're getting... And this is a bit of a leaf out of the uh, Super 7 playbook. We're getting some Cobra Troopers... Slightly different, slightly different head sculpts, and one's got the. I think one might be the Sumbo colors, and one might be the toy colors with the red Cobra logo and the silver Cobra logo. And we're getting a Duke and Cobra Commander pack. Now he's called Battle Helmet Cobra Commander, which I think is reference to the cartoon Mm. where he's got that little kind of metal metallic square on the top of his helmet like a mohawk yeah a bit mm. like a mohawk and and yeah look these look great and thanks to our friend Colin Betts he's because it's a Pulse exclusive yep. which only shipped to the US mm. and Canada and Colin's over there in Canada so he's getting the um, O-ring ones for me which oh, is fantastic no, nice. so he picked up Storm Shadow and uh, Snake Eyes so I reckon I'll keep if He's happy to keep grabbing them for me. Mm. I'll, uh, I'd love to keep getting these O ring figures. So, so look,
3: so these are actually made with the same sort of O ring technology. Is that right?
0: It's yeah. Look, I don't know if it's exactly the same mm. because there are issues with yeah. the fragility, I guess, of the O ring. But I, I understand it's a similar concept in that the kind of the O ring forms into the figure, mm. and then the articulation, sort of for the legs, for the most part, stem from that O ring. Whether they've I don't You'd know, think they would have had something. to have updated yeah. in some way, That's but the bit... fact
3: they would have tried to replicate as close as possible to yes. what those original figures felt like. Yeah, exactly mm. right.
2: They'll go, well, with your Sky Striker. When oh, you they, get w- that. they will, yes. <laughs>
0: oh, look, when, when I get that
2: in there. In two that, years'
4: time. Yeah, pretty much yeah. in two years. But yeah. no, they're,
0: they're cool. And uh, I, I'm very big on nostalgia at the moment in my collecting, which is trying to get things that resonate from my childhood. So it'll be nice to fill a a retro G.I. Joe Gap.
2: Definitely. All right, speaking of things... (laughs) Nostalgia-wise, we have none other than the Horde Trooper from Master Universe Origins, and this guy looks freaking awesome. Like he's instead of that sort of flat white uh, matte look that the original toy had, Mm. this one's got a bit of a sheen to it, like a more um, robotic sheen and things. It looks really cool, and I like that uh, to set aside for the subtle difference from the original toy versus this new articulated version. And he comes with the white uh, Horde crossbow. And I think I can see the yes. red staff in oh, the background I was there. Ask, yep,
0: so he does, does come looks with that. Cool. Yeah. The, the one thing I'm super excited about having an Origins Horde Trooper is I can finally do that scene from the uh, um, Secret of the Sword five parter where He-Man, you know, knocks out a Horde Trooper and then puts on puts the, the helmet yeah. and they catch him on the video screen with his blonde hair yeah. Yeah. hanging out the back. <laughs> you know, like, wait a minute, it's a bit like that scene from The Simpsons where Mr. Burns watched Homer goes in yeah. with the pink shirt, yeah. you know, and then wait wait a minute, feathers <laughs> rewind, that man's wearing a pink shirt. Um, but I want to do that scene where you can take off the Horde Trooper head and put on yeah, a He-Man, He-Man head. head. Yeah.
3: So very excited by that.
2: Yeah. Definitely.
3: And it looks like like it's got the button yep. sort of thing in the middle. I'm assuming the action feature is not part of this. Well, it'll be interesting to see if yeah, they I can work know. it in.
2: I'm not sure. None th- of the
0: production shots yeah. had him exploding.
2: The button looks like it looks like it's pressable. Yeah. You know, yeah. the center on the chest. I, I wouldn't be phased if it's not pressable and and uh, spring Flip's operated. Open. But if you can just flip it down, yeah, like if it's just a hinge, but it I'd l- be yeah. happy with that. I mean, mm.
0: looking at this picture, there is a hi- looks like That's a working right. hinge yes. mechanism. Yep. Um, and you like you say, Frank, that button. looks... Looks pressable, yeah. so I think they've been pretty good with replicating action features in this line. Like, obviously, they don't have the waist swivel, mm-hmm. um, but Mosquito has blood pumping. Many faces, yep. Many faces Manny has Manny. the turn. Yep. We've got yep. uh, Ram Man with the spring load. Yep. So, hopefully, they've they've got it.
2: Mm. Anti Attorney He Man gets another uh, slice at life again, and he looks freaking awesome. And uh, a lot of people, obviously. Uh, don't have this character in any shape or form. So this guy's going to be a real hot one, I reckon. And it's interesting, they've gone for a more pink look uh, for the hair and the um, sort of uh, boots and things. Uh, So that's quite interesting, a little bit different. It comes with the battle axe, the shield and a sword. So So that's really cool. Other
3: than classics, is this the only version of this figure? I believe
0: so. He may have got a... Did he get a reaction? Super seven yes, reaction. Yes, he did. I've yeah. got, I've got oh. it. Yes, yes, okay. yes he that, did. That's, that's and it, then it. I think. I
2: think he's had the you know the little, little minis, minis and things. Yeah. But whether you count them or not, mm. uh, this is the sort of you know uh, articulated version. Yeah. And then uh, Sun Man. I am. Th- this is the guy I am most excited about. Sun Man from Uula. Is it Uma? Uula. Um, Trent. Uh, oh, no, the, the,
0: the right. no, the the creator. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Right. But I, yes. I, it's, um, it's the
2: brand or whatever that came. Anyway, right. uh, Sun Man, very, very excited. I'm uh, This is one of these holy grail mm. sort of, you know, deemed air quotation marks knockoff uh, figures that is so hard to get. Um, you know, I could spend a lot of money and get him without any of his par- uh, armour or anything mm. and still cost me a, a bucket load of coin. So I'm really excited to be able to pick up this affordable version of him and uh, splice him into my vintage collection. And then uh, I hope to s- uh, see soon after his nemesis, Head, Pigman, Pighead, I think his name Pig-head, is. Pighead, yeah. Yeah, which is uh, essentially a pink and purple uh, with oh. blue, uh, you know, highlights a pig-headed uh, uh-huh. 5.5 character. He looks amazing and I just, <laughs> I've, I've loved him Great, for yeah. so long. But just cannot afford him. You know? It's a
3: bold move, isn't it? This because the, the story with this was it was as you said a KO, and then obviously um, Mattel have done, you know, yeah. spoken to the creators. that yep. must have. Um, we're assuming they've done the right thing and licensing and all that. Oh, so it sort have. of opens yep. the door for that. You know, are they going to go to you know look at or consider some of the more the other famous sort of you well, know knockoffs well, and stuff?
2: Uh, Remco is owned by uh, the Warlords guys. Uh, Warhammer? No, no, no. Um, is
0: it the um, Zolo uh, World? Zolo World, yeah. yeah oh, okay. They
2: they own that outright, yep. so that that's a no go. So mm-hmm. and then you're sort of talking about defenders of the planets and things like that, and that's super. Who obscuring. who knows who owns them? Like it just goes very yep. deep. But this is an actual, like I say, air quotation, like knockoff. This was an actual company they built from nothing. It was a boy who said to his mum, yeah. a, a black boy that said to his mum, "There's not enough." black Well, f- he, there were none. There he yeah, said, yeah. there's none that yeah. look like me. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: Wyla, I think her name is. Yeah. yeah.
2: So um, uh, so th- then she created, with a few other people, Sun Man and uh, created this and created some characters. Mm. And the rest of the line actually has oriental... Like there's a arrow, lot of diversity you know. in the, yeah. rest. Oh, right. yeah, so, the rest of the characters. And, uh, yeah. But Sunman being the head huncho, the leader of the pack, yep. he gets the most limelight, but there's like sure. a ninja character, an Asian character and things like that. So they they go quite deep, you know, ticking the boxes of the uh, different races and things. And they are, you talk about Sunman being rare, the other characters are... You know, even, even like yeah, rarer than hen's mm. teeth. Well, so, this
3: then begs the question: Is this the first of, of many?
4: I think I it heard. is. I, I, yeah, I, I
0: think like the 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 pig head guy is a no brainer, mm. and then hopefully we get a spattering of some of the others because it, it's so cool to see. Like to me, that horde trooper is exciting, but mm. this is like to me the pick of the bunch because yeah. it's just something we don't have, and is I've never seen a sun man in real life. So it's, it's something new in a line yeah.
3: that is all about representing something old, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So, right. otherwise, because you could sit there and go, all right, well, I could list off all the figures we're going to get in this line who yep. had some man on their list. Yeah. Right? 100%. Like, yeah. It's a cool move. Mm. Yeah. Alright, moving over to Ninja Turtles and our friends at NECA. And goddammit, as much as I keep saying I'm not buying NECA Turtles, they keep making these things and they look pretty damn good. We're talking about their Universal Monsters crossover with Ninja Turtles. Now, Raphael, as I understand it, has started to hit stores in America. I've seen some few in-package and in-hand shots. This is their Leonardo as Igor the Hunchback. Um, So it's in that same sort of 6-inch style, uh, priced about $35 US and is currently released, set to be released in May. They've done some very cool shots, complete with a background that could easily be Igor's lab. Um, The one that gets me, I mean, neck of detailing, you, you just about can't beat it. Uh, the one that gets me is that his shell is actually opens up oh, like 100%. the old storage, storage shell yeah. turtles, yeah, and it's got little shelves in it where you would put, you know, his potions and he's got this. Uh, there's like a little skull in there. Uh, it's a just brain. shovels, yeah, yep.
2: and that that's all brain? removable. Yeah, so that's all. You can you can play with them. I love the fact. That because you can open up the shell, you can see the swords. There's no cross through. Yeah, there's (laughs) no housing. There's no belt for the um, swords to go to. It goes straight through Through the the shell. shell. I just think that's that's called hunchback. I I was, and if you remember uh, me a few episodes ago, I was like, nah, nah, nah. They've ruined it. I don't. I like Raphael as the Frankenstein. I think that's cool. Uh, Igor as Leonardo. Nah, this is crap. Just looking at. face value now that I've seen more detailed shots and seen everything I'm like wow I, I eat my shorts on what I've said uh, because <laughs> yeah. this guy is Humble pie. fantastic
4: yeah he
0: and looks very very cool yeah so what what's the consensus then
2: uh, I look and, and I
3: mean like I mean a bit like, bit like Ben I was on the fence with, with Raf. yeah you know, I see what they did there now that I've seen this and I go well if I'm going to get two out of the four you know I've got a, my OCD won't yeah, allow yeah. me to complete or not complete them. Um, so were seen, you in
0: already on? I was, not really. The ra- no, okay, I was, right. I was so. on the fence. So this is this, so this is, is deal, enough the to get you in. And it, was no, it I the storage so. shell? Is that yeah, the element? Pretty much. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, we'd seen I think just a
3: little teaser shot of the headshot of Leo, but seeing the full figure and what it can yep. do. I think he even comes with flame accessories that you can put yes, on the end does. of the sword, oh. so it a you know like a flaming torch type scenario. Um, very very cool. We've seen you know, teaser shots, obviously, of Mikey as the mummy. Is it Mikey? And April. And yes. April, yeah. Don- Brighter Frankenstein. Yeah, Donatello's yep. the interesting one as far as completing completing the four. <laughs> Surely so. they'll do it. Surely they <laughs> won't pull the playmates. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah. All right. We've got some very cool news from Nerf, and they are doing a Star Wars Boba Fett EE-3 Blaster. It's due out next week. Not sure on the price, but it looks pretty cool. And what, I don't know what those... Are they?
2: They're, they're like uh, barrels. You can you load, load like the into four, those. four uh, Nerf bullets into right. there, and then you pack it like a shotgun shell, yep. and then you can shoot four uh, of them. I think it rotates around inside the barrel. Oh, so you, know, okay. you can yes, sort gotcha. of have a, a belt with extra ammo clips. clips. And you, and so you just four, load four at a time, and then you got four oh, bullets gotcha. to shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I think this is freaking awesome. Like, yep. you know, for the casual Star Wars fan... I think that is better and more fun than what you could, you know, for the same price you could afford to buy something else, Replicate, you know, whatever. And really, being a casual Star Wars fan, I've never seen the uh, Boba Fett's Blaster, uh, you know. Well, this,
0: I mean, to me, this is the closest you're going to get. Beyond going to high-end sort of replica stuff that might be custom, it looks pretty good. Obviously, it's got the orange tip, right? That's a bit of a Mm -hmm. giveaway. It's not a real science yeah. fiction gun um, but you know that's a pretty cool looking thing it's sort of like a little bit cartoony it's got that little bit of um, yeah. you know yeah. but yeah I'd I'd be keen my kids love Nerf I'm sure if they saw that on store shelves that would be the uh, <laughs> the one that comes home with them alright moving
3: over to DC and we've got another figure from the very soon to be released a Batman movie with Rob Pattinson wearing the cow from Old Mate the Todd Bud Uh, McFarlane, and this (laughs) is... (laughs) This is uh, Bruce, is what's called Drifter Drifter, Drifter, Drifter Bruce Wayne. Comes yeah. with a motorbike. This looks like a bit of a precursor to him actually putting the suit on. Although it's debatable because it looks like he's got about three suits on underneath.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. He's got the is original, uh, all the suits underneath. <laughs> Just, yeah. He's
3: this going is. to
0: the gummy bear convention. <laughs> and he's going to steal. <laughs> is he going to load up with uh, lollies and stuff?
3: If you haven't seen it, this is the most barrel-chested Batman you've ever seen, but wearing kind of street clothes, clothes. Um, Either the head and hands are laughably small, or just the the chest is meant to hide something. Perhaps in the movie that we haven't seen yet. Obviously, that's my best guess. Trying to defend it. Uh, all in all, look the sculpting at McFarlane is usually pretty spot on. They've they've missed a trick here with this one, um, but you get a cool motorbike with it. Apparently, yeah.
0: it's an interesting <laughs> one because I, I think there's a couple of alternate heads. I think Todd's getting into this a lot of you know alternate heads, masked, unmasked, mm. all this sort of thing. So you've got like a. No, he's almost got the black around the eyes, which may indicate yeah. he was wearing, the, wearing cowl the cowl or, at some point, or he's yep. just gone going through a goth emo phase. <laughs> but he's got the sort of the maskless version, then one with sunglasses and a bandana over his his mouth. Um, interestingly, on the unmasked, unsunglassed head, his his eyes are looking to the left or right. They, they've got oh, they're not they're, like straight. Ahead. They're not straight on, which is yeah. a really odd choice. For a figure that's going to be riding a bike, because you know you ride the bike, glancing you know <laughs> off to your left. So it's, I don't know, like, and the way they've set it up is they've sort of got his head, you know, t- you know sort of tilting, and his gl- his glance is <laughs> off to the side while he's you know parked it while yeah, he's sort yeah, of. Yeah. But so and that kind of looks okay, but it's it's an odd choice. Todd is making some interesting eye choices with this, <laughs> not straight on. I don't know, like, how many figures do you want, or do you have in your collection where you really want them looking? like straight off to well, the right
3: look as someone who likes to pose their figures in sort of you know dynamic poses as opposed to all well, just sort of standing at attention I, there's part of me that doesn't it. mind it because yep. often I'll have figures you know sort of side on in like a battle type pose so I could work with it but it's just it goes against the grain of probably what a lot of other people sure. would want
2: I imagine there, yeah. there's a very famous masters figure that uh, looks to the left or right That's do you, do you know which one that is Oh, Trent's brain is working overtime. I can't think of it. Vintage, off the top of my
0: head. If
3: you say mosquito, I'm gonna no. be pretty annoyed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, is it uh, Mossman? Mossman. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. He's uh always looking, you know, to the side. So that I think mm. that's pretty cool. Yep. Okay. Um, but I've I've got my Gizmo looking because he's got that. Uh, he's got the eye, eye move, movement. Eye, eye So yeah. I've sort of got him, you know, like and that and that aspect makes him look scared and things. Sure. But yep. I don't know if my Bruce Wayne I want looking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sketchy. Well, you so.
3: could argue it could be for all we know, it could be a chase scene from That's the movie right. and he's checking his rear vision, going, yes. "Crap, someone's, yep. you know, he's sneaking yep. up on me." Yep. It could be, yeah. I'm trying really hard to But here, this is like, this <laughs> is typical
2: Todd He's got the vision of how you should display yeah. and pose your figure, and he's created that into his toy. That which doesn't he... sound
3: like Spawn at all. Well, like. he,
2: he did that so much in the <laughs> early, you know, um, movie maniacs and things. Yeah, you know, one pose, essentially. Yeah, one yeah. pose that would make, even if it That's was articulated, it didn't make much one, sense yeah. in any other
0: pose. 100%. So, yeah. All right, we're moving on to a new release from Super 7, and it is Wave 2 of The Simpsons. Ultimates, and we did look at Wave One when it was released, and we did question, I guess, the the, 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 the roster, yeah, mm-hmm. character selection, and the the one main character. I mean, I got into a lot of trouble for calling out Mo Sizlak as not an A grader, <laughs> so I won't I won't r- repeat that. Or, Careful yeah, now, yeah. But but beyond Mo Sizlak as an A grader, they only had Homer, and he was in his you know space outfit, which is a, a single episode um look. They've kept up with that formula of giving us something unique Hmm. with Bart. They've gone Bartman. And from memory, I remember the Bart... This is, to me, the Bartman that first appears in the episode where he's lined up. He's lined up to get into the the comic convention or whatever it is. And you get a slightly cheaper ticket if you're dressed up in costume. And so he he runs into the phone booth and comes out as Bartman. (laughs) They're all a bit like, oh, that's a bit lame. You know, like, it's just Bartman... But the toy that Mattel did, because Mattel did a line of Simpsons figures, really early on, I think, like late eighties, early nineties, mm-hmm. and they did, they did the the Simpson family, they did Bartman, and they did Nelson, and that was pretty much the run of the line. The Bartman they did was in the blue pants and the purple top, mm. which might be a you know another variation that they yep. can do later on. But we're getting Bartman, we're getting Duffman. If Duffman. one, one and, uh, Duffman. I, I I'm <laughs>
2: Duffman. almost yeah. keen just to get Duffman. I just quietly, I, I have a Duffman costume in the wardrobe. that <laughs> oh, I wow. have, have yet to wear. we uh, one of, this right. has to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things that we saw on uh, at the. Savers uh, right. know, like donation shop, and she's like, That for three dollars, that's so coming home with us. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yet to wear it. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I think Duffman's awesome, and he yeah, he's always, cool. always he's cool. cracks me up. So, yep, yeah.
0: Um there's a Krusty the clown with some insane alternate faces, which such great expressions, and um, like probably the you know, you just lost betting against the Harlem Globetrotters face. Um, he's got the kimono and he comes... What's the name of the monkey that he comes Mr. with? Tini. Mr. Teeny. Mr. Teeny, yeah. so a roller skating monkey. Incidentally, looking off to the right. And for me, my favourite, because I love this episode, it's uh, Homer's favourite boss, Hank Scorpio, who is the wonderful boss. I think they moved to, like... Uh, Lisa gets asthma because they, they moved to the forest. Mm. And Homer gets his new boss, Hank Scorpio, who's wonderful and, and really accommodating, but he happens to be a, a supervillain trying to take over the world.
4: That is my favourite <laughs> Simpsons episode. Yeah, yeah, the whole
0: brilliant.
1: Bond homage in, yes. this, in that, <laughs> that wonderful stuff.
0: Yeah, I think there's a scene where there's a, there's a an un, there was an episode, right, which was, I think it was tr- hosted by Troy McClure. And it was like all the bits that had been cut out of episodes. Yes, And I think, they, I'm trying to remember if this was a, an edited scene, where they've actually got Sean Connery Bond. Oh. Hank Scorpio's got him on the table with the laser. Yeah, yeah. And he, <laughs> manages, he manages to basically unplug it and save himself. And then Homer comes in and goes, oh, you forgot to put it... And plugs it back <laughs> into the wall. And it actually just chops him up. <laughs> like, it just literally cuts him into lots of bits and it's all because of Homer. So it just it's a really good, you know, Bond villain homage. T- totally, totally um, fun episode that I love. So this, this to me, this wave... Is a stronger wave than the first one, yep. and I'm I'm very tempted by it. It does make me wonder though whether we'll get an actual the original, original five. Simpsons yep. looking like I'm, I'm I like getting Bartman, and I I think that's cool.
3: But you're two waves you, in, and you yeah. don't have a a Single iconic of the family yeah representation nah. of the Fab Five. You, you've got just the like, dog,
0: yeah. You've it, got it, Santa's you get two little two yeah. Santa's little helpers <laughs> yeah. with this, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool, and like the the features are insane like you get a radioactive man number 1 comic with batman oh. and you get from the from the final scene where it's all gone wrong and obviously the uh, they've had the um comic destroyed hmm. you get the shot the final shot of that episode which is like the scraps in the bird you know the birds nest, use the, in yep. their nest yeah. and it's like got the last panel as he you know signs off so that's a, <laughs> some really cool accessories um and you know the alternate heads as you would expect. What's the do you know the deal with the Duff man having like the label sticker on his no, face? No, I'm I don't I don't remember think I've seen that, that episode. No, but, no, he, no, but, no, he, no, but he but no, he comes no. with like the, you know those giant, giant foam, foam fingers finger. yep. like with Duff and all the accessories. <laughs> Duff, some of the you know the trip to Duff Brewing. Yeah, uh, Duff Duff
2: Gardens. Duff I'll have a Duff. <laughs> you have one too. <laughs> yes. uh, and that,
3: those crusty the clown alternate head sculpts. Oh, the yeah. face. Oh I couldn't. I I would struggle to decide which one. You, is you the can't with, almost. Like, he's
2: smoking. He's yeah, he's got smoking. A <laughs> yeah. We talk about eyes not looking right. He's, uh, he's that's looking a, all the way. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a menacing <laughs> grin if I've ever. That's a big big suck on inhale. Uh, you know.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, full on. But it yeah. comes with that box of cereals, the crustio, cool. and it's like the, the 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 gag I think in the episode is that there's like a, a sharp metal cru- like a crustio yeah. in it's a, there. It's a toy. Yeah, it's a toy, yeah, it's but, it's a but it looks cereal, just yeah. like the other crust. Like it's a toy of it's a, a crustio. a jagged crustio made of metal. And then like he's eating it, and he's like, ah, oh, it's burning my insides. And he's like, that's just a regular crustio. crustio. <laughs> so yeah. So fantastic. So anyone is anyone going to be a taker on this line? Did No one went in on Wave 1? No. no, no. no. I, I didn't. I was big into when they were here in Australia Playmates did a line they did obviously the World of Springfield mm. and a couple of those hit Kmart back in the day um, it was sort of like a refresh and I picked up Tried to pick up most of the Simpson family. I think I got a, a, a fat Tony and a few, you know, a few of those characters. Yep. And then I think McFarlane did some. Yeah, and I got the movie. Yeah, he did. They yeah. did the movie, and then they did was oh, so or someone like that? Did some characters after that? They did a line, and like they did Mark Hamill from his guest appearance, and they did Adam West, and I got the Zena. Yeah, Xena makes an appearance in one mm-hmm. of the in the episodes. So I got a few of those, and they're really cool as well. I just. Can't justify the Ultimates price tag on this. So this is one of the one of the Ultimates lines I haven't gone in on. Would it have changed your mind if you got like just straight up Marge, like one of the family in each wave? It's a that's a really good question. I think like looking at this now, I kind of almost want the Bartman over a regular Bart in a sense because it's mm-hmm. it's it's different, something different. Yeah, yeah, in a way. But I just felt like that first wave getting the robot. Itchy and Scratchy, which I honestly didn't even remember from that episode, just seemed like two out of five figures that I had no kind of connection with. It's a cool episode, maybe if I go back and watch it.
2: Whenever we park the car, we still say we're parked in the itchy lot. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, you know that. So that episode is really rings true to it's me. It's a cool, yeah. So, it's a cool episode,
0: yeah. but to me, they're just nothing characters. Like they're yeah, not. True. Like, like you look the, at Duff Man, you go Duff. You know, it's
2: Duff Man. You know, you've got the, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, that. Whilst I always say that episode is awesome, there's no way I'm going to buy them. No, robot. to me, yeah, it's, exactly. it's it's no like way. a nothing. So that kind of put
0: me off. But if if I'd got this kind of selection as wave one. I reckon that would have that would have been that enough have been rather been enough than just giving me marge maggie homer. Yeah. That would have been enough. Yeah.
4: Mm.
3: Well, speaking of uh, character selections, we're back at NECA and we are talking turtles again. Um th- these guys, they're too bloody good. They get me oh, every yeah. time. Nah, I'm done with the NECA movie. I don't need any more. <laughs> Just we, when I
0: thought I was out.
3: Exactly. We are looking at, and it's only a teaser shot. It's a grey prototype, probably digital from what I can tell. And it's not even... You don't even get to see the face. We're talking about Kino uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. I it is, is his yeah. name? And I think he as, posted it. Oh, did he? He actually like, did oh, this Oh, yes, he did too. Uh, it's from, on his Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so it's a prototype of him as he appears as the pizza delivery boy in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Uh yeah, I mean this and probably Vanilla Ice are probably the, the two standout sort of non turtle characters that are kind of left from those movies, particularly if they said they're not doing uh, movie three. Uh yeah, I'm probably gonna get this. I'll nice be honest. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those it's one of those deep enough cuts where you oh, go, yeah. anyone who knows the movie will go, Isn't that the pizza guy? And you're like, Yep, I've got a It'll be interesting because he he's quite short. He's little. Yeah. Yep. Are you I, gonna,
2: are you going to get the alternate turtles with the alternate? Nah, uh, that no, doesn't okay. do anything for me. Uh, I, I, I feel movie like movie
0: because yeah. they are different. I saw the episode yeah. where they went through with the uh, designer mm. and he talked through all the differences that you can only get from crawling yeah. through those. No, know, it's scenes. not like they
3: had the suits to like b- make direct reference on. They would have no like, actually. It's frame literally by frame. frame by frame yeah. is what
0: they said, and it was like. The way they tie, you know, like the bandanas around yep. their wrists. He's like, oh, the first one has more of a bow tie, and the second yep. one has this different. Like, that is the detail they, they're doing. Yeah. And when he went through the changes, he's like, oh, the actual, you know, the bicep's different, or the shoulders different, and all these elements. You know, the belts are slightly different. I'd,
3: I'd have to see a side by side comparison yeah. of the figures to be convinced to get the, like, honestly, and, and maybe that's looking through a kid lens, but to me, they felt like the same suits from movie one and two, just with different different heads and yeah.
2: different facials and, and the, the head is definitely oh, the yeah. biggest
0: change
3: uh, yep.
2: I think their their spots are more prominent in the second movie certainly in movie 3 they are yeah. the spots are
3: quite ugly and that sort of represented okay. a little bit in the
2: Playmates toys yep. but <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah okay
0: Hmm. I, I'm, look, I'm keen on uh, getting this guy. Keen on Kino? Keen, keen on Keno. I feel like I need to go out and play some bets after talking <laughs> about this, of <laughs> Keno, <laughs> the game Keno. But uh, him, him and Tatsu for me are probably oh, you know the Tatsu, ones I'd, yeah. I'd love to get. And you'd have look to be honest. Like I don't need a vanilla ice, but, but if it, they're going to go that deep, you have to get a Vanilla ice, right? Yeah.
2: Vanilla ice would be a perfect way to sell a loot crate. You know. Yeah. Yes, I reckon you're call. right. He's a, a- perfect
0: call. loot crate type of figure. Yep. All right, it's over to Ramen Toys now. And we were aware, I think Brian Volkweiss's company Mm -hmm. who did the toys that made us, he's got a company called Nacelle and they acquired the rights to produce a new cartoon. And we we know that Ramen Toys and Super 7 both got on board with official toys. And it was the first time we are seeing the Ramen Toys um, versions of this character. We do have... An early bird pre-order starting, I think, very shortly for Quicksilver. And he looks, as someone said, I think on the Patreon page, very uh RoboCop in mm. particularly his colours, because he's got the the obviously the metallic silver, but also the black they've, kind of. Yeah, they've that. added more detail to it. And yeah. I've kind of
3: been on the fence whether I like it or not. Like part of the Silverhawk's original thing was it's it's all silver, yeah, like, head to toe, short yep. of their face and maybe their hands and stuff. So it's one of those you go, you're messing with the design and I haven't quite decided but, on how much I like it or not.
2: I think this, if they were to do a movie, this is how they sure. would look. Sure, correct. Yes. Right? They, they'd just, have to add that detail. They'd yeah. have a skin suit underneath something. and yep. then the silver would be their armour, yes. so to speak. Good call, so, good call. Yeah.
0: Yep. So, look, it's, it's an interesting one. I, look, I don't mind it. He's obviously got the alternate head, which puts the visor down, which I think looks really, really cool. Um, the wings spread... Looks really interesting the way that works. They've also got some prototypes, sort of um, with the mold, you know, just injected with kind mm. of like a, a white plastic that you can kind of get an idea. Um, and they actually did show Monstar as well. Yeah. But Tallyhawk comes with interchangeable wings, um, three sets of hands, collector window box friendly packaging. And limited edition, which is what they told us for their Centurions <laughs> <laughs> line. We'll get to that. Man. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and and uh, one of the funny things, I, I had a little bit of a chuckle with their the way they marketed this is they marketed it with this little um, shiny circle wording that says silver finish on it. And to me, it was almost <laughs> like they're speaking to the fact that Brian still hadn't been able to nail down the way he was going to paint these. <laughs> um, and Because that... Formed no end yes, of debate, yes, I think, uh, around you know the, the, how shiny or, or lack of shine that he was applying to That's, his Silverhawks. Mm,
3: it looks good. I mean, uh, it's hard to know how much those photos are sort of touched up. They could be photoshopped, but it uh, it looks like a it's not chrome. But it's, no, it's not it, it looks close. It's like a what metal. what yeah. Marvel have been able to do with their Silver Surfer figures, for example, where you yep. go. It's not chrome, but it's it's about as close as you'll get in actual paint. Yeah. Is there
0: any details on how tall these figures will be? There, yes, there is. They're twelve one twelfth uh, scale. So 27-ish. one, yeah, so so sort of that seven inches. Yep, hmm. hundred and seventy five millimeters. Um, for those using the normal metric system, <laughs>
1: is that the same scale as what the uh, Super Seven Ultimates? Pretty make- much, mm. yeah, pretty much. Is it is it a unique situation
0: where you have two different companies
1: producing a product the same size? It's
0: not unheard of. So it does. it's 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 unusual for a niche line like yeah. this. Like it's it's you, you know like say Suicide Squads putting out a movie. All right, you'll get Bandai, you'll get Mattel, you'll get you know a myriad of companies all doing say a six inch Harley. Sh for Garts, you know, like mm. it, it's it's it, it's a it, you might get like five or six or seven of but them. But for something that doesn't have yeah. a
3: movie, does, doesn't yeah. have a current cartoon, and you're right, to be launching at the same time is pretty... It's 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 unusual, um, particularly for something that, you know, is quite an old and, and as you said, niche property. Yeah. So,
0: so it, it, it's something you don't see very often. But taking kind of a leaf out of Brian's book these things you know like with NECA and Super 7 both sort of having a live Turtles license and then working together on the mm. you know the details of what they're going to put out probably not a lot of working with the, between uh no, Toy sure. and Super 7 I can appreciate that um, and, and, and it's interesting like Super 7 now have the runs on the board whereas I look at this and I go you know what I like it and I think it's it's cool yeah a bit on the fence about the black you know not quite sure yet but I haven't held one of these in my hand i haven't got anything from rama toys i looked at the uh the first release of centurions and they look cool but i'm like you know what those head sculpts are a little bit off then they're not they're not quite right how does it all work how does it all fit together so those questions you know as they build up they'll get a few more followers but i think to me super seven is in the box seat in terms of sort of getting this out to market
2: let, let's just say these two characters, exactly the same height standing up, mm-hmm. you know, Super 7 versus Raman. I bet you that the Super 7 is more beefy, yes. right? And the uh, Raman would be slimmer and things. Now, wh- whether, wh- what yep. preference you go with is up to you, but I'm, I love the fact that this is the Motu Buck and it's continuing and I can splice my He-Man and my Thundercats and my Silver Hawks and whatever else you know Simpsons for that matter into one you know like similarly line that all look you know f- yeah. like they're from the same universe from the same things and then I put a Silverhawks character and he's a skinny you know yeah, um, yeah. and yeah. that and like looking at
0: that prototype for Monstar he just looks to me too tall and skinny he sh- you know the Super 7 one is almost like so wide yep. and so intimidating in mm-hmm. his size and I look at that, and I go, you know what? He just the proportions don't look right to me. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think spot on. They've got maybe they've gone for that more realistic physique, whereas, like you said, Super Seven have gone with the, the Motu Buck, which is probably sure. the most unrealistic <laughs> physique out there. But- all
2: right, moving on to uh, a new company. Uh, not not a new company. Sorry, a company that we all remember. Five K Toys. Now you might because- be questioning, what did what have Five K Toys done? They did. The samurai Leonardo yes. mm. figure, right? That's right. So yes. we were all quite blown away, and you know, questioning, oh, is this going to be a rights issue or a property, you know, uh, infringement? That's right. Mm. And uh, lo and behold, they've come out of the gates with none other than Leatherhead, and this Leatherhead looks amazing. So Leatherhead is the crocodile-esque mutant character. And the cool thing is, is they've got him in his traditional outfit, sort of his um, crocodile Dundee pants and his le- his leather jacket with the hat and his big. Uh, that's not a knife. This I've is never, a knife. I've <laughs> never picked that part of the inspiration before. Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, I, I just I just sort <laughs> of thought of <laughs> it's so it thought of a, on the fly, but yeah. Uh, so that's that's where what a, he's going with, like with his clothes on, mm. and then he's got that. Comic book X, straight out of Eastman and Lard, yep. uh, Tales from the T- TMNT, and without the clothes on, with it, just taking off the jacket, taking off the uh, hat, bending him over into a real hunch position. He just looks like a raw muscle. He's got the manacles on his
3: yeah. like, chains yeah. on his yeah. arms. I mean, you it, showing that second picture out of context, you could be forgiven for going, "Well, that's Killer Croc." Right? That's I think right. that's what yeah. I thought
2: yeah. when I first saw it. Yep. 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 He just looks freaking awesome. And the paint details and things, they just look uh, 10 out of 10. So top notch. Uh, I'm really impressed. There's a lot of dynamic posing available mm. in this figure, even though he is quite Top-heavy. solid. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, and there's a lot of shots if you look up 5K Toys Leatherhead online and uh, quite the uh, different poses and things that you can get out of him. I don't know scale or anything. I'm sure he's going to be in the same scale Mm. or sized up to the uh, Leonardo. But I'm just impressed that someone's done a movie accurate, you know, for yeah. someone who's never been in a movie, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> yep. Leatherhead. Like, he just... He, this honestly blew me away, seeing mm. these photos. Completely unexpected and uh, seriously impressed. You would yep. think, given, the, you know,
3: the Leonardo was their first one, they'd do, a, a, you know, another turtle. Another turtle? Yeah. 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 Leatherhead doesn't usually get
0: a lot of love in, in,
4: That's in right. turtles. That's
2: right, 100%. Yeah.
0: Uh, we had a leaked image of the mm. NECA comic book, Mirage Line, uh, Fugitoid, which we knew was coming up. We saw him in the NECA, I think it was whatever they did, 20 Days of Christmas One of their live
3: streams checklists. and they did like a, a, a silhouette tease of it at one point. Yeah, they,
0: they originally they did a silhouette and they had all those that photo shoot of him there. And then they put out those checklists and yes. he was they snuck him in there. Mm. And we've now got some leaked images with him and all his accessories. And I know on that NECA live stream, he was talking about having guns that other characters could use. And he comes with four different futuristic or even five I think or six there's four blue ones and then there's like that kind of Triceraton, um, yeah, the yeah. Triceraton. Oh, that,
3: that's uh, that's Donatello yeah. he uses Does that, he make in, that. That's the Kirby gun. The Kirby gun. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he, he draws that as a way, it's a, like an anti-grav thing, and that's his solution to dealing with the monsters. Yep. Um, yeah,
2: that, that's it's very from cool. The Donatello one shot. The, the one shot. Yeah. He's uh, yep. got that wearing it, and yeah. uh, he mystical gem on a, a mystical crystal on a pencil. That's the one. Yeah, that's uh, right. Brings everything to life. Mm. So, and we all know
0: how much the um, both Eastman and Laird idolized jack kirby so it's a very very cool reference to that but yeah so six different futuristic blasters um four additional interchangeable hands and to me that yeah like this is this is the challenge Mm. you're taking a three-dimensional figure and you're trying to add a chrome shine using paint Mm -hmm. right like not using shiny paint using matte paint to give a impression of shine that would be delivered by a comic book by two dimensions and they've pulled it off like this i'm i'm often very the first one to criticize like you know like a a video game pixelation paint look that doesn't quite work this is genius this to me um is you, you take away those accessories and you have just the picture
3: of yeah. Fugitoid. You could be forgiven for thinking it's art. Yeah, that's like it's right. It's an art. It's a it's a drawing of of the figure. Yeah, like it looks incredible.
0: It's it's amazing. And this is rocketed. So I, I pretty much collect Fugitoids. Fugitoid is my moniker. Mm. Um, so this has gone to my number one. Representation. Nice. Yeah. Can't wait to get some big uh, gap. Big save.
2: But yeah, on you, I'm I'm happy for you, man. That's awesome.
0: He's my like this. I guess the comic book version is my version of what he should. He should be to me. So they they, this replicating it just does that.
1: And just to clarify, Trent, you cannot submit a fugitoid figure as the representation of
3: yourself as a toy power action figure. All right.
0: Noted Are
3: you saying we have to make action figures now? I've never heard of this What's all that about? That's not a reference I understand Go to the back catalogue and have a good listen I don't listen to my own show Come on Alright, this is one I've just chucked into the run sheet As we were talking here We're talking some Marvel Legends They've had a few other reveals in the last uh, week or so They did one of their live streams This is the one that's got me amped though Uh, Those who are familiar, of course, with the Tom Holland Spider-Man know of the suit that has the the, the mandibles or the arms that come out of it. This is where that originally comes from in the comics. This is what he wears as part of the Civil War run. Tony Stark upgrades his armor. Uh, This is known as the Iron Spider. He's wearing basically rocket red with gold highlights because, you know, sponsored by Iron Man um and this figure looks incredible this is one of the ones where they've given it to uh, a guy on instagram who's got a lot of followers and said you have exclusive you know here's the figure take some really awesome pictures of it and and go nuts and you know probably get a lot more followers so (laughs) this is the iron spider no release date or any of that sort of stuff i get the feeling being a single figure that doesn't really fit into a wave it's going to be some sort of store exclusive at a guess but uh, he looks very, very cool.
2: Now, clarify: How many mandibles does the Iron Spider meant to have? In, in four, four. Is it four? Because I've seen him with three. three. The comic book oh. version has three. three. Right,
1: yeah, right.
3: You're right. Actually, actually, yeah. this does have three. Does Just it have three? The pictures,
2: okay. yeah. yeah, no, you're right. It does have three? Because I but my, my head it was always yeah, be In my head, it was always a four. But yes. then seeing toys and things and other representations from other companies, it's three. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Is one broken off, or uh, you know, I just? <laughs> well, I would have thought you'd, you'd aim for eight, right? Like, well, that's yes. the difference so many
3: o- legs and style. Yeah.
2: Doc Ock style.
0: Maybe Doc yeah. Ock has the patent on the eight. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry. Hello, that's something Peter. Something a scientist would do. Mm. This is an infringement notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, a quick update from something I'm very excited about, which is the Formo toys. Lords of Power action figure line that was meant to go live this week for pre-orders for the first six Mm -hmm. figures and there has been a delay. So there was a note uh, emailed out and put on the homepage of the Toys website which basically said, there is no easy way to say this due to unforeseen circumstances. We regretfully have decided to put the pre-orders on hold and delay them by one week. Emiliano, our creative director, went back to the drawing board as soon as the issue arose and we will keep continue to update you following the delays on any changes as they occur. Now, this is fascinating. I just want to touch quickly on this mm. um, because there's they're calling this line Lords of Power. Now, we know when they, were, they trademarked the name Lords of Power and it was available, we also know that... Their Lords of Power was originally the concept name given to Masters of the Universe, and it's kind of in a way associated with Masters of the Universe products, and even to date with Origins, they're releasing figures under the Lords of mm. Power L- banner.
2: LOP, yeah. yeah. Now
0: I'm not a I'm not a lawyer. I, I'm I'm I do study and work in tax law, like <laughs> Lewis Tully from Ghostbusters. I don't know if that. Uh, if that uh, gives Close me enough. the right Close to enough. stand up in a court of law and defend the Ghostbusters, uh, <laughs> <laughs> being a tax lawyer. But um, what what I do understand about co- you know trademarks and notices is that, sure, you can take Lords of Power and you can trademark that, but if you are then using it to sell a toy that is essentially identical to something that has a history, that can cause problems oh. even though you're in the trademark. So you can get Lords of Power and you can put it out For a totally unrelated Transformers, yeah, Transformers, right? But but I believe that there may be issues when you start to market a product that looks identical to what Lords of Power. How has
3: this only just become an issue? You would have thought. Well, that
0: requires. If this was always their plan, you would have thought they'd have checked that. First, I personally uh, yeah, think I think this area of law is quite complex. Yeah. Em-
2: Emiliano likes to dance on thin ice, right? You need to understand that okay. that is his that is his personality and how he uh, gets from A to B, I think. Also, I think that in the background, Mattel have reached out and said, "You put this out for sale, you are in trouble," right? Mm, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, well, you know, they're, they're, Oh, let's just do know, it anyway. Yeah, let's just do it <laughs> no, anyway. I don't, you
0: know, I don't think you want to go up against <laughs> so someone I just, like them, Mattel. I just
2: think that they're now... Because the the underlying fact that he's written here has gone back to the drawing board. Yes. That scares That's me. Line, that That is it? not what I want to hear, that we're delaying it by one week. Well, but what... I'm going back to the drawing well, board. Let, yeah, let, does what, yeah. what does that mean? What,
0: what I want to What I find interesting about... like Now, we're speculating. I just want to be clear. This could have nothing to do with Mattel, but we know how Mattel operate. We know what happened with the Return of Faker. Yes, they waited right until he was about to release it, and then they slapped him with the the notice mm. saying if you if you release this, there'll be trouble. And they seem to like to just you know just before you're about to do it, we'll, we'll throw the spanner in the works. So it wouldn't surprise me if it is Mattel that you know because this is so close. Mm. You know th- th- there are Mark Taylor you know images in here now. He had that Emiliano. And uh, I think it was Pierre Browner went and visited um, the late Mark Taylor and given permission by by Mark and Rebecca to take the images, photocopy the images, use those images in upcoming toys. That was all above board, so there's no problem with the use of that. But, you know, like, these are concepts that were done. I think The Adversary was a concept for a Conan line. He was called The Adversary (laughs) to a Conan figure, which is quite amusing. (laughs) Um, and as we know, there was the um, I think it was the uh, Tony Guerrero original sculpt, which is now the the sort of with the the horned helmet, um, and and that and and the way that um, Emiliano spoke about this figure, um, that's basically the Keldor figure. Mm. He was asked by Super Seven to provide some ideas for what might be in their retro 5.5 inch line when they were doing it before they were told yeah, just stick to the right. cartoon. Yep. And he had developed on his own this kind of Keldor figure that would have been part of or he would have taken potentially the Super 7 to sell us an idea. But you look at that I mean it is Keldor and it is the staff that he carries is the staff from the movie. Right. So there are there are all these little things Nods. that tie in, yep. which yep. I love and are super cool it would be interesting that they think that they can resolve the issues within a week doesn't sound like to me that doesn't sound like they have to no. go back and resculpt things mm. but maybe it's a name change maybe mm. lords of power is just a little bit too close maybe they have to come up with something totally different if i if i have to speculate to me it's the name yeah uh, that they have to change what about lords of the universe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not like Sounds I said, better
2: than Lords of Flowers. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> to me, I mean, I'm I'm just going to Masters of Power. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to <laughs> me, the name is is largely irrelevant. Yeah, these figures are so cool; they could call it really whatever they wanted, mm. and I'll still be pre-ordering them. It's not about the name, so you know. Hopefully, that's the way most fans. Feel about these if there are last minute changes, and that it doesn't impact the pre-orders. But you know, we we I I love what Emiliano, Pierre, and Josh Van Pelt are doing with this line. I think it's it's genius. I think they're the right people to do it. Yep. I think it's got the love and detail that we we need uh, for a line like this, and it's probably one of the lines I'm most excited about for 2022 going forward. So I wish Emiliano and the team all the best, and hope they can iron out any issues that they have
2: just just before we run off this this is the sort of what i see that transformers has been doing forever right the third party you know transformers have third party bots from 10 different you know uh, companies and they do them very well and what that does is push uh takara and hasbro to do better 100%. right and and it's it's a game changer and i uh, Hasbro or Takara will put out a figure, and then the third party will come along and have accessories to build that character up to to slot into those gaps and things like that. So it makes the mm. your toy better in the long run. I think Masters has nothing. Masters had the big uh, knockoff, you know, lines of the '80s and things, and you know, there's a couple of companies like um, uh, the. Uh, What's his name? Uh, I've forgotten the damn name again. The underworld, Los, Los Amos ones. Yeah, Los Amos and the Under, uh, Lords of the Zolo Under, World. Zolo World mm. have done their you know Remco and but that's all five point five. That's not keeping up with the Masters Classics and keeping up with the you know the figures that we're getting. I think this is where what they need. They need a real push for them for Mattel. To do better to do origins better to do to take masters more seriously competition exactly right Helping, you know what healthy you know,
3: competition. i don't think mattel love competition no right, based no. on the history. you know funko, like, funko came was, out
0: so. funko came out and and used the 5.5 inch masters style and, and they didn't call it that but let's yep. be honest that's what it was and yep. they did their mortal Kombat figures they did you know savage yeah. world stuff they did the the jason versus freddy stuff and around the time Mattel started to get a bit antsy with that and were like well we're not licensing you to do any more Funko Pops now they 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 pulled Savage World I don't think it was doing too well anyway hmm. Thundercats and all that had because, you know, QC problems because their pops are doing better but they yeah. pulled it and then all of a sudden the pops started flowing yeah. again yeah, right yeah, now yeah, so so you know big companies don't want to be pushed yeah, to Ben's they, point they, no, they, I, no I'm not no, I, this is this is the frustration is yeah. in the sense that what they should be doing is going oh this is ammunition for us to put out better products, or yep. to put out products that are sculpted a bit better, or have better paint apps, mm. or because this is the competition, and and I think it's hundred percent right. I just feel that their modus operandi is to try and squash yep. to squash, which isn't cool. No, it's not cool not at
3: all. Not at all. It'd be like Necker trying, you know, he's saying, "Oh no, Super Seven, you can't put out turtles because right. we're doing it. We're going to sue you." Mm. Like it's, and again, they're not the parent company, but it's yeah, the uh, the. The fact that you know, you've know you got companies with the same licenses, we've already shout out Silverhawks, they would be looking at each other going, I see what they did there. How can we integrate that yep. into our product? Whereas Mattel don't seem to no, see it that no. way.
0: That's right. All right. And lastly, I put this in here just as a bit of fun, to not so boldly go where Playmates have been before <laughs> with the, the Star Trek line. And we did hear back in July that Playmates Toys had announced new Star Trek action mm. figures I think Rise of the TMNT was a fizzer yep. it flopped I went back and watched the Toys That Made Us with their review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and it's so funny when that Playmates <laughs> guys that they're like the um, the head of Playmates from, uh, from um, what are they I think they're Japanese yep, yep. Uh, is there going oh yes I think this is going to be the biggest Teenage Mutant Ninja toy line to date and it's sort of like wah 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 oh, he's,
3: he's got dead eyes when he says that like, he, he knows <laughs> he's dead inside isn't he he's, he, he's just he had uh, to know <laughs> um,
0: but anyway this is kind of to me now that they're getting into this maybe safer space or a space that they might be able to do something interesting with um, there is some fairly new Star Trek mm. media like we've got the Picard and discovery and i think there's a new one coming prodigy yep yep so and then they can go back and do some of the you know later movies that, mm. that were released what do you think what do you what do you hope from a star trek line by playmates is there anything do you want them to go back and do next gen original movies original you know kirk era what what's, what what is going to be the fan Demand a mix, an, an ultimates yeah. where they can draw on everything. I mean, if you
3: compare it to, it's a bit like the Simpsons. It's got such a massive roster over all those years that you could pull from all corners yep. of of the universe. Um, I feel like the Chris Pine era didn't get a lot of love in any action figure form. There was a few companies that did some of the larger scale. Uh, ones. Um, I mean, look, there's always going to be a demand for the early stuff for you, William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy and those guys. Um, I'd love to see him do a mix. If you're going to put out six figures yep. in a wave, you have one from the Kirk era, you have you know two from next gen, one from Chris Pine, and another from you know the. Uh, these current series you have old old man Picard or yep. these prodigy characters Discovery has been really big for Star Trek as a brand overall it's kind of revitalised it the Chris Pine stuff sort of went well for a bit but then just kind of fell off a cliff and this supposed third movie of theirs has never really yes. materialised so I think that Discovery could be quite big there's some very cool characters in that I'd love to see um. Uh, yeah, just splatter gun approach. I think is yep. is probably the best way. Yeah. I think
2: that's the only way to appease fans. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to have the one class getting excited and another one be like, meh yeah, not you, my, not my Star Trek."
3: You, you go all original series in that first wave, and you're going to get people go, Oh
2: well, I don't need to collect that line," and yep. then you know it's too
3: you're late done. by the time wave two comes around. Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm. There's some sort of Phasing shots of them. It looks like there's six figures mm. um, in the first wave, but I can't tell who they are or what they are. But I am excited to follow how they approach this line.
3: And these are meant to be
0: like in the playmates
3: style. I feel so like four they, to five inch. Yeah, type
0: yeah. I feel like they're that sort of four and a half to five mm. inch, and they're they're maybe in a slightly more stylized style. Yeah. But <laughs> how, I'm interested to on see on a it.
2: scale of one to ten. How frustrated would you be if it was just straight-up reissues? Oh, then, oh, that, done poorly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, frustrated, but perhaps not surprised. Yeah. Like, Playmates form at the moment, even with so their bigger licenses like Turtles, has been a little bit frustrating with their reissue blimp and all these sorts of crazy things. I'd love to see them, you know, if as I said, Turtles is obviously null and void for them at the moment, I'd love to see them go, hey, I want these to compete on a level with... Uh, you know, Black Series and Marvel Legends. You give me a, a, a Captain Kirk in that sort of style with accessories, alternate heads, you know, you know, accessories like tribbles and all those sorts of really wacky stuff. I think it could go gangbusters. Do I think Playmates the right company for that? Probably not.
0: Mm. All right, time will tell.
4: Mm.
0: All right, we're into our next segment, and Frank, you've devised a new theme song.
3: Well, you're just uh, Scotty. Scotty, c- cue me in when you wanna when you wanna hit it. Frank, play my music.
1: Guys, absolutely wonderful recording session during the week. That is a spotless, <laughs> immaculate recording of that song. Well done, man. Well done. <laughs> well done. Guys, this is my segment that I'm bringing to the show, and it's, a, it's an educational segment where I want to learn from you guys and educate the Toy Power Universe about things that maybe we don't know. Learn a bit more about you guys or Ooh. learn some unique things about the different toy properties that are out there. During the last week... I completed a toy line. Ooh, that I've been, thank you, nice. sir. That I've been working on for quite some time. On my Facebook feed, in Marketplace, these toys popped up. Terrific price, local pickup here in Adelaide. Ooh. On a Sunday morning, I was there within forty-five minutes. <laughs> nice. Handed the money over, collected two toys to finish a toy line. Now, these toys are in the Final Fantasy range from Playouts Kai. Yes. And they're specific to the Final Fantasy X game. It's three figures in total. Right. It's not a huge run, but the first figure I purchased in this range was when it first came out. It was the Titus figure. Yep. In 2004.
3: Cool.
1: Last weekend, I finished (laughs) the the
3: entire... (laughs)
1: One well done, man.
3: That is dedication
1: <laughs> An 18 year gap Between beginning And finishing A toy line <laughs> Two
2: thirds uh, Bringing it home Yeah oh, all One line. hit
1: It got me thinking What is The longest Period of time Any of you
0: Any of you guys Have spent f- Beginning and finishing A run of toys Yeah all right, look, I Look I can jump in Because I know the answer To mine And I do want to caveat this in the sense that you know when is a line finished mm. i think is is a first question and for smaller lines you know a 3 you know run um line or even something like say toxic crusaders where it had one one wave you know whatever it is nine figures five vehicles and and that's it you can kind of go well i've got i've got all the figures and i've got all the accessories and i've got all the vehicles and i've got all the parts stickers look good that's complete right so I'll tick it and, and, and that's the way I want to approach this is if you think it's complete you know without getting one of those figures going that's oh, it's complete <laughs> if, you know if you're happy with it and you go it's com- kind of complete to me you don't need to have the the Russian exclusive of something <laughs> you don't need to have it all boxed you sure, know sure. it doesn't all have to be boxed and then C10 or whatever you know grading or, or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's complete to you. So, yes. so the way the one I'll um, launch with is it was, and I talk about this line a lot. It's the Dick Tracy line, nineteen ninety by Playmates, um, and I. This was the very first vintage line I started collecting as an an adult, and I think I started collecting this late in ninety seven. So I walked into Movie Maniacs in nineteen ninety seven and picked up the Dick Tracy mm-hmm. mint on card. You know, got him, got him there. And then the next day, went back and bought the other three figures they had there: flat top, prune face, and I think it was Mumbles. And then I slowly ticked off. I got the two police cars. I got um, there were fourteen figures in the run. I got thirteen out of those figures. I ordered the blank on eBay. Never arrived. And then I watched the blank. Saw every every time I'd look at him. Ah, oh, he's unaffordable.
4: Her, and it, her, <laughs> her sorry, yeah. Her. Spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> um.
0: And, uh, it culminated, I think in, uh, nine, uh, 2019 when I was over in Melbourne, late 2019, um, and I purchased the blank mint on card. So now I've, I consider that complete. That makes that, I reckon about 22 years from, from oh, beginning to end. Nice. Um, now, now technically I think I'm missing a few little bits from one of the vehicles. There might be, you know, but, but like i said i'm calling that complete um it's it's i've got it carded the 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 vehicles are boxed but open the figures are all sealed and i've got a loose collection minus the blank so yeah 22 years what i would say about a lot of the lines i collect is they never kind of feel complete to me like there's always Mm -hmm. something i feel i can get whether it be an accessory and and you know even if you look at like i go i've pretty much got a you know a run of classics I've always said I've got a run of classics. But then I thought about it and I go, well, I never got the Santa, um, the He-Man, mm-hmm. right, done in the Santa outfit because it never appealed to me. And um, going through Darren's collection, I picked up the Santa. So I go, well, now it's kind of complete. And then I go, well, you know what? I never got the Snake Mountain.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what are those stands? You know, yeah. you get the grayscale stands yeah, yeah, and yeah. the yes. Snake Mountain stands. Yes. Yep.
0: I bought the grayscale stands yep. and they weren't, to me, fit for purpose. They didn't really do a good job of standing out sure. my figures. So when the Snake Mountain Dance came up, I never got that. Mm. So and that, there was this tier. So mm. is it complete? So and there was this weird shelving system. I think they brought out. I don't know oh, if yeah, it was it should, for. Yeah, yeah. I don't know one. if that was for Masters or it if it was Universal. You could do yeah, you could, you could flip do classics it. or yep. whatever. Yep. I didn't get that. So is it complete? I don't know. Did I? I didn't get the sword with the DVD, that gold sword that came with it. You know. So so I I think it's complete, and I feel like in my head. I've but got it, everything from classics. If you look at
3: that classic's collection and you go, do you, do you, in your head, do you, does it feel like something? It's complete. Missing? No, 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 exactly.
0: It doesn't. That's the point. So, yeah. so to me, I'd call that complete, but someone else wouldn't yes, call it complete, agreed. and they'd go, "Well, you've you've opened it. You don't have the figure in the packaging, therefore it's not complete, or whatever." <laughs> or that you know, uh, spirit of Grayskull that was released to to two people right at the start of yeah, the line. They did yeah. the regular King Grayskull, mm-hmm. the Stone King Grayskull, and then there was one, re- and I think. That is in Australia. One that got sold... At, I think they sold one for auction for charity. Mm. It's floating around for a bit. If you don't have that, two in the world, it's so still complete. really, no one has
4: <laughs>
3: no,
0: <election. right. laughs> it. It becomes a semantic yeah, yeah, discussion. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to have that, yeah, no, that context. Good qualifier. Yeah. Ben?
2: Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I was in the same mindset. You know, when is a... when? How do you call something complete? I can... Name some toy lines that I've completed in the snap of my fingers by obtaining the whole line all at once. So, like, mm. I I traded my spare uh, Kenner Alien Queen boxed figure with with the box and the contents and things inside for a, the whole line of Skeleton Warriors. All like just just like for like. So that was awesome. And then I sort of got home. And I'm like, oh, well, that line's done. <laughs> I mean, I'm missing a couple of weapons and things, but it was just so, oh. That was, you know, just like, you know, snap of the fingers, it's done. Hmm. You know, I I didn't have it yesterday, and now I've got the whole line. Uh, I've upgraded uh, the Baron, you know, because he was missing a couple of um, his gemstone or whatever. But, yeah, other than that, I hadn't really added anything to that line. Uh, from you, Frank, I bought the... um, I had the original uh, Wave 1 of Stactions, mm-hmm. and then I was able to get the rest off you. And yep. I then, you know, went back and got the uh, great... Uh, what's his name? Um... Randor and things Mm -hmm. that you uh, had so that was amazing you know another I mean that was a few years between um, wave one and when I got them but that was amazing Uh, but you know I look at my um, Battle Beasts right and I to me my Battle Beasts collection is complete from the US because it's got all the the run of the um, 76 figures but then I don't have I've got two Laser Beasts I'm missing the third uh, play set you know and Mm. so I'm forever chasing that and, and things so you know, like yes, I've got all the the characters with all the weapons, which was a huge goal of mine over the space of maybe five or six years. And uh, it's it's all about connections and who you know. I couldn't do that just by clicking a button on eBay all the time. I had to find like-minded people, dealers, and things that I could, you know, send them my wish list and have them hunt for me. And uh, of course, you know, they got a little bit of a slice of uh, what I paid uh, for them. You know, when they hunted for me, but I was happy because I didn't have to buy a lot of seven figures that I only needed two of because that then, you know, quantifies a lot Mm. of money that I'm just wasting. So, and, uh, you know, Turtles and things like, you know, I look at Frank's (laughs) collection, I don't have even quarter of what he's got, but my Turtles collection to me is justified complete because I'm very, very happy with the figures I've got. Master Universe, I've got a very, very robust um, collection of vintage Masters but I'm missing the giants, you know. Oh, yeah. I'll never own the giants, my holy grail. Um, over, I, I would prefer um, Camo Khan over a wonder because I one, Camo Khan from Argentina is just the the bee's knees of uh, you know what a figure, what a cool variation of a um, country's representation could look like, and that just blew my mind. So you know, it's it's really hard for me to uh, say. Yep. You know, I look, because I, when you asked this question in the um, chat, I was like looking around my room, it's like, well, technically no, no, none of complete. <laughs> nothing is complete. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so even classics, I was, you know, so over the moon to finally add Stridor from uh, the late Darren's collection that, uh, you know, he was, you know, I don't have any of the, many of the filmation figures and things because I, that's not where my collection mindset uh, wants to go, but I'm, you know, over the moon that I can add, you know, one of the vintage uh, beasts to the collection. Finally, I've had Night Stalker for years. So what's that, 2008 to to 2022? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Finally, I'm now calling my, you know, my version of the Masters Classics line complete and uh, it's a pretty big line. Awesome, <laughs> you know, so, awesome. Yeah, that's, um, that's cool.
4: Frank?
3: Well, see, the problem with my collection is you look at the lines that I've got in there and it is uh, Turtles transformers marvel legends anyone who can complete one of those lines is doing (laughs) extremely extremely well so a bit like ben said none of it's complete and that's that's fine to me uh i mean my 2003 turtles is probably the closest out of all of them but even then there's they start to get into all the you know the, the stuff you really don't Want You know, yeah. you, you love those Final Fantasy figures because I'm betting all three of them were in the game and they all mean something to yeah. you, right? Yeah. When you start getting these, you know, uh, bad hair Raphael, like crazy variants, you sit there and go, well, why, why am I getting this yeah. sort of thing? So um, probably the, the closest I've got other than that is um, when I picked up pretty much what I consider most of the Thundercats, the original Thundercats in one go. There's a local guy selling them. Look, missing a couple of weapons here or there, but for me, I had all the show characters. Yeah, that's right. right? And so yeah. I look at that and I know there's stuff missing. I even sold one to Trent that was a really obscure villain that I had very little memory of. Uh, and I just I look at it and go, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm happy I've with got that. Got it. Yep, yep. Uh, and that was, again, an instant collection. But in direct answer to the question, um, probably Transformers Cybertron, which is when I really got back into Transformers. That was around. 2005, I believe that came out. That was their big, big renaissance for me. And
2: you had a good run of alternators.
3: Yeah, yeah. Still couldn't complete. Uh, did I complete that? Yeah, that's another one where there was like, you know, this is, there was one, because they were based on real cars, there was one you could literally only get from a Mazda dealer in America, because it was based on a particular Mazda car, Wow. Um, and, you know, I had basically, it was the same mold as the other Mazda, Mazda CX-6, I think they were based on, and... I had about three Mazes. You had one that was Shockwave. You had one that was Jazz, of course. And theirs was a new character with a, a unique head sculpt and just Mazda-tron. done in red. <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nyadatron. Yeah. yeah.
3: And you go, what is that? I've got no yeah, attachment. Nah, it's nah. not a name I recognize. Yep. I yep. don't want it that bad. But you're right. Alternators is probably a good one. Transformers Cybertron was a big one for me. To my knowledge, there was only one store exclusive I could never actually chase down but again it was a it was a repaint it wasn't it was a repaint from an earlier line which is a very famous transformers thing to do uh but that went from 2005 and I picked up the last one from memory which is the red optimus prime in about 2012 so yeah I mean turtles vintage turtles I have complete and all the accessories from 88 through to 1992 And for a lot of people, that's kind of where the line stops. Didn't stop there for me. I'm still working my way through 1993. So, you know, technically, if you go back to a lot of those from my childhood, so you could say I've been collecting from whatever it was, 88, 89, and uh, still going. So, not really. I haven't really answered the question, have I? No, we don't have a time frame. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to go with, um, Cybertron. So whatever that was, Two thousand seven years. Yeah. Seven. Well, I'm not sure yeah. anyone's going to be 22 years. Yeah. I was going to say, he, he started off strong. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, I mean, really it's from, from the start
0: of collecting to, to not, not that long ago. <laughs> it's what sort so. of
3: got you big, got you
1: started. Yeah, Am I correct? Yeah. 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 hundred yeah, percent.
0: And, and it's a really interesting story of watching. And I know a lot of collectors will have similar stories where they've got a sort of a grail item to them doesn't need to be Mm. a grail item in everyone's eyes but to me the blank is a hard figure to get because of the low production numbers and just to watch it every time i looked it was just out of my price range and and really even when i saw it at lobos it probably is something i shouldn't have dropped you know the amount of cash i dropped on it but it was (laughs) yeah it it was so fitting and it was um, something that el- eluded me for so long and there it was in store I could put my hand on it and pick it up and I had the option between that and Scratch admittedly Scratch Carded was another thousand dollars mm. so he was close to three grand I mean you'd have um, you'd
3: have doubled your investment by now the, pr- the current prices
0: but possibly yeah. but but to me sentimentality yeah, wise yeah absolutely um, and the blank will always not that I do it for this but the blank will always be a valuable figure mm. um, and it was a graded one but um, just just the closure of that line 100%. after all that time
1: hey guys thank you very much for that wonderful insight into your uh, time invested collecting toys very very good stuff there do you mind if I finish the episode on a good news story of course think, yeah, go yeah. for it okay so we took uh, a selection of toys from Darren's collection and we donated those to the Salvos where my wife works and what I wanted to do was something a little special for her to say thank you for the time you invested and pointing us in the right direction and getting things sorted out for us. So you guys were good enough to allow me to select a classic Swiftwind wind from Darren's mm. collection. She had no idea. <laughs> I took the figure home. I took the, the, the horse home for her and handed it over to her that night. She had the look on her face. <laughs> that childhood look, that glint in her eye, oh, that pure innocence of This is this is, this for, is me? for me? <laughs> can, can I open it? <laughs> I'm not going to open that. Open the damn toy. <laughs> <laughs> you waited your whole life for this toy. This is the ultimate version of it. Yep. Rip it open. Enjoy it. So, very on cool. on Joe's behalf, guys, thank you very much. She really honestly very grateful, thank you.
0: Yeah, oh, that's a wonderful story to so hear good. that that reaction. And Love it, and it is a lot of it is yeah these things we dreamed of as a child, and it mm-hmm. does it does have a, a, a an odd connection that's hard to describe when we pull those things open or we see them again or see a different version, updated version, and and get them in our hands. It is something that I think resonates with obviously all mm-hmm. of us in the room, um, but it is what forms fundamentally why we get together every week and talk about toys because of that that feeling so it's wonderful to hear yeah. that that story that's, that's that's so that's a cool. beautiful, beautiful yeah.
3: end cap because yeah there was all those sort of toys that you know didn't sort of fit into the collector's spaces you know we sort of figured that trying to sell them would be very hard and you know Joe's connections with the salvo was invaluable and able to you know put a smile on a lot of kids faces at Christmas time who otherwise wouldn't have so that's a lovely that's a lovely end cap on that on that story so Beautiful.
0: Yeah, wonderful. All right. Well, thank you so much for the new segment, Scotty, and for everyone for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power and to all our patrons for your ongoing support. We hope to see you around and we'll catch you in the toy aisles.
2: And until next time, good journey!
3: You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast@gmail.com. toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. <laughs>